Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with your hosts, Ken Carnes and David Cottrell. In each episode of this podcast, you will get the tips, skills, and resources you need to ignite the leader inside you. Now, here are your hosts, Ken Carnes and David Cottrell. David? The second shift of leadership is the shift from waiting to be led to leading where you are. Uh, one of the, the, the way that we present it in this book, the, the, um, the way we introduce it, is a story about uh, a farmer, and he was um, interviewing people for a job on his farm. So the first guy comes in, he interviews him, and he asks him a question. He says, if you have a stone in your in your shoe, he says, how long will you work before you uh, get rid of that stone? And he says, man, I would work all day long. He says, I would continue on. I can get this job done. I'm the very best at uh, what I need to do. I would work all day long with that stone in my shoe. The second guy comes along and he asks him the same question. He says, how long would you work if you had a stone in your shoe? He says, man, I think I could work, you know, maybe two or three hours uh, with that stone in my shoe, but I, I would do a good job while I had it. So he lets him go. He didn't hire him either. And he goes to this third person comes in and he says, man, how long would it take you if you had a stone in your shoe? How long would it take you um, before you how, how long could you work before you took that stone out? He says, I wouldn't work a minute. He says, I would take that stone out right then so I could do my job better. Well, that simple story really shows what what people um, we're looking for within organizations. People do not need to be going around with stones in their shoes. They need to be addressing the issue, taking care of the problem, and moving forward uh, immediately as soon as they can. Because what happens is that the longer the stones are in there, the more that it rubs your feet, and all of a sudden you get this callus on your foot, you don't even know why the stone is there. You don't even realize the next day you walk in, you put on the same shoe with the same stone in it. You don't even know that you're you're going around with it, and you keep doing the same things that you've done um, in the past. So what we're trying to tell in this particular chapter is don't walk around with stones in your shoes. Don't wait for someone to come along and say, you got to take that stone out so that you can do your job better. It's up to you as the individual to take responsibility and address issues right where you are. And the title here is, is leading where you are and not waiting to be led. This actually came from uh, Ken's concept uh, of leading where you are that he's done in businesses for, for years uh, with that vernacular of leading where you are and, and allowing people the opportunity to have the um, the influence wherever they are in the organization, it doesn't matter if they're at the top or at the bottom, but everyone can lead where they are. And that came from some of your experience in the past, right, Ken? Yeah, what we're seeing is now with business being much more complex than complicated, the ability to react to change, to issues and to opportunities has to be at the very frontline level. And it has to be at a, at a level where you don't have to ask for permission, you just do and you go and you react. And that's where opportunities avail themselves. That's where we can get issues like taking the stone out of your shoe much more rapidly. You saw back in the pre-industrial age, all of the decisions were made at the top and they were executed by the folks down below in the organization. Not a lot of questioning going on, you just went in and did your job. 
Now, fast forward to that. Nobody wants to just come in and be compliant. They want to have engagement. They want to be a part of the solution and not just executing the solution. So that's where we're trying to build the capability and the capacity of every organization, every individual to be a leader where they are, to look for opportunities to step in and intervene. One of the things that I saw, we live in Houston and we were just devastated by Hurricane Harvey that came through and dumped anywhere between 30 to 50 inches of rain. And I saw the most phenomenal thing where people would step up. There were no formal leaders. There was no formal structure in rescues going on. We went out with my next door neighbor in a boat and performing rescues in neighborhoods. And we just saw the most phenomenal thing happen where people would step up into leadership roles and just take charge because there was a purpose to save lives, to, to try to help people get out of very dire situations. So a, an app was created called Yellow. There were people that were volunteer, um, people that would just uh, go on and say, here's where a distribution point was. They were dispatching people everywhere. Nobody had to tell anybody what to do. People just did. And they stepped up and everybody, I saw such great leadership from every individual. And there wasn't an organization, there wasn't a structure that told them to do that. Given a purpose and given the opportunity, people will step up and they will do phenomenal things if you allow them and enable them to do that. So it's not about the bottom of the org chart. You're not that, you are the foundation for something great and something different. So it's about enabling and creating that opportunity for everybody to lead where they are, no matter what the circumstance or what the situation may be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting that um, a lot of people will hold back based on where they might be in that org chart. And really, the fact is, from a leader's point of view, uh, the leader needs all of those people doing their job more so than those people need the leader doing his job because there's, there's so many more of them. So if you can enable all of those people who are on the front end to have the autonomy and the authority to make decisions. Uh, a buddy of mine in our business uh, told me one time, he says, the answers are always in the room. And I believe that. I believe that the answers of our questions are in the room of the people who report to us. And if we just ask them, if we pay attention to them and we respect what they've got to say, um, then they will lead where they are. Unfortunately, a lot of people lead where they are negatively too. That can happen as well. So you have to create an atmosphere that is um, conducive to a positive um, direction as opposed to a negative. In fact, a negative person can have you know 10 times the impact that a positive person can have on the organization. So what we have to do is to allow our people to, uh, to move in the direction that we're all trying to go which is to lead where they are, but lead according to where we're all trying to go, just not lead where they want to. That probably leads us into one of our uh, podcasts coming up, which is uh, autonomy. Is do we really want to provide everyone complete autonomy or do there need to be some restrictions on that? And I think that's what we'll cover in the next one. Is that right? Absolutely. You've been listening to the Leadership Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure and visit cornerstonelearning.com and cornerstoneleadership.com where you can pick up your copy of Leadership, making leadership everyone's business. Don't forget to give us a like on Facebook, a follow on Twitter and LinkedIn. 
There we post blogs and link to other resources that will guide you in becoming a leader right where you are. Thanks for listening.